Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. want to give a big shout-out to all of our corporate sponsors, Red Circle. Thank you for a little change in my pocket. Uh, our local sponsors, Williams Tire, um, also Nobles Networking. Check those guys out, uh, both of um, them wonderful folks. Thank you all for being part of the show. Now, for everybody that listens to this show and uh, has made it a top 100 show in the world, you know, one reason why people like it so much is because we hear both sides of the story. Uh, we always want people to be able to tell their side. And if there's a couple things in there that you didn't understand from one side to the other, we like to get folks together. But uh, I don't think we'll be getting these uh, these folks right here together to do a show. So we're just going to do two different shows. Um by doing this show today, we are not calling anyone out by any means. We are just letting two different people share their sides of the story. It is up to you, the listener, to figure out who is telling the truth in your mind. Um, the other day, we had A Hood, um, someone who's very successful um, on TikTok and a couple other social media platforms on here. He told about his recent uh, case with domestic violence. And after that, I had some people reach out to me that's involved in the other side of that. And uh, I just thought it was very fair to let their voices be heard, too. So I'd like to uh, introduce Miss Jasmine and uh, Miss Cassie. Uh, is it Cassandra or Cassie? It's Cassandra. Okay. Well, y'all both, uh, both introduce yourselves, and um, we'll get started. Hi. How are you? Uh, yes, my name is Jasmine, and also known as Indigo Rose for the internet and... Um, radio world so okay and miss uh cass my name's cassandra also known as mama cass on tiktok uh how did y'all two get hooked up just just curious before we start we met actually through a hood uh, okay <laughs> yeah well well at least something came uh good out of that situation y'all got y'all got a friendship out of it um yeah. and, and by the way miss jasmine uh i just want to say uh, she told us that you were going through uh, cancer treatments right now, chemo and everything. Just know you, uh, you're in all of the Raising Grace family's thoughts and prayers. If you're the, one of our listeners right now, make sure you say a little prayer for Miss Jasmine. Uh, you know, Thank fuck you. cancer. That's all I can say is fuck cancer. Yeah. Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, okay, well, like I said, uh, I don't know which one of y'all would rather start, take your time, but, uh, you know – like I said, I just want y'all side of the story out. With y'all reaching out to me, I feel like that's the good Lord putting y'all uh, in a situation to where, you know? Yeah. It's, it's time, I want y'all to air your laundry just like he did. <laughs> Jasmine, do you want to go first? Well, let's start off with, let's start off with how y'all met him and got connected with him in the first place. I met him at an event um, out while I was working. And that's how we connected uh, with management or with um, talking to one another and that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, Cass, and what about you? I, um, we were TikTok, TikTok partners for a while. We just did TikToks and worked together for a little bit. And uh, that's kind of how we started our friendship was okay. through TikTok. And then obviously became over the phone and talked to each other every day. So, and then in that time I met Jasmine because he had met her after shortly after him and I started working together. 
Okay. How long were all y'all connected before, I guess, uh, the allegations of what happened in Vegas? It was probably about a, a month, maybe, before he met Jasmine, that him and I were working together. I met him around February. Around February? Yeah. And when did the Texas incident happen? I'm not familiar with the timeline. Um, March, the beginning of March. Okay. So y'all hadn't really got to be deep, deeply connected or anything yet, I'm guessing then. Uh, no, everything was, everything had just been, everything had been, I guess you can call it fake. Um, he hadn't shown his true colors yet. I got you. Uh, you know, none, none of this conversation is going to be easy. I'll just go ahead and tell y'all. None, none of this is. <laughs> There's it, not a t- <laughs> do what now? So there's a little bit of tension. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. I, I'm going to say this to y'all before we, we keep going, just uh, as somebody who's done a couple of these shows by now. Look, you, you got two things you got to think of why you're doing this. Is you If the things you're going to say are honest and true, it's not my. it's not for me to decide if it's honest and true. It's the listener, and you know it's in your heart. But if it is honest and true, the things that you're airing, the information you're giving is going to help someone else from getting in that position and trusting someone they shouldn't trust. So really? as uncomfortable as this is, what we always talk about around here and on the show is when bad things happen to us, you've got two things that can that can make you come into or two things that can come out of it. One is you can be a victim or you can be a fucking warrior and you can prevent it from happening to someone else. So. Uh, I know this Absolutely. is dif- difficult conversations, but we uh, we trauma bond around here. Your trauma is my trauma. My trauma is yours. <laughs> so if what you're saying is true, and like I, I have to say it that way because I don't know. I don't know what's true and what's not. I'm going to believe y'all about as much as I believe him. Um, but that is my role as the host and uh, and everything. So I have to play in the middle. But the people listening are the same way. So you have to make them believe, and hopefully you're saving somebody from a heartache or something bad. So what you want to say, you know, I just I just want y'all to feel comfortable. I know it's this is this is weird, but feel comfortable. Shake it off, girl. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell she's uh she's just she's in her feels right now. She is. Well, understand. Oh, he's uh, put her through. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But but you know what? Uh everybody's got to answer one day for their sins. It's not yeah. our, it's not our place to make them uh, get there any quicker, even though some of us would like to, um, but you know, just tell your truth. So put it this way. Y'all had only been around each other like a month. And did mm-hmm. you, was there any warning signs or anything when you say he didn't show his true colors yet? Was there any, or was this like a light switch? And like a light switch. He was he was controlling to a, to an extent, I guess you could say. Um, you know, I started noticing just little stuff about him getting jealous about me having to be at events or venues that I needed to be at. And then, um, you know, they would announce me, and then he would be like, "No, you need to make sure that I'm on the flyer too, or we're not going." Type stuff. That's kind of how it started happening. Or first occurring was him telling me. Well, I'm I'm more famous than you, so I should be on the flyer, not you. Um, or I, you need to make sure that they they announce me correctly when I come into the room, um, and make sure they 
say TikTok famous or viral superstar or TikTok famous. Um, and so those were the little like signs that started to come out. And then um, when it really came out was when um, he and Mama Cass had gotten into it about um, there was there was some stuff prior, I guess, with them going on and um, come to find out it had to do with another woman that I didn't know about. And um, I guess you, you know, told him that he had to tell, you know, tell me or, you know, stop, stop hurting us. And um, he, he got really upset behind it. Mama Cass, if you want to step in on that part and let them know what, what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I kind of um, touched base with you on that already. Um, you know, him and I became friends, obviously he started confiding in me, in me about a few things. And one of those things were him starting to be unfaithful to her. And at that time I had, you know, established a relationship with Jasmine and come to respect her. Um, one, just because she's a sweetheart Two, um, obviously the struggles that she's going through, you know, with cancer and, you know, I just didn't feel like it was right. And I, I called him on it and I texted him and I said, listen, I don't agree. And as your friend, I'm going to tell you right now that what you're doing is fucked up. And, uh, he didn't like that. I imagine (laughs) not. Yeah. Simply. And that was the first kind of red flag to me. He does not like it when somebody calls him on his shit and it just spiraled this whole internet war. It was, it was ridiculous. Now, let me ask this. Did he know, and I'm going to say this next word a lot while we're doing this, but it's mm-hmm. alleged. Okay. I think everybody's yeah. here adults and know what alleged means. Because we're, yeah. like I said, we're not, we're not saying that what you're saying is true or anything like that or what he said. It's not for us to decide. When the alleged cheating was going on, did he know that Jasmine was already dealing with cancer? Yes. He was aware of this? Yes. He was aware since the beginning of him talking with me. There's nothing I can hide. I take chemo on a daily basis. I'm on a pill form. So anytime you're around me for a long period of time, you, you know, you, you see me go through it. Well, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. That pisses me the fuck off. Um, I don't know you. This is my first time meeting you, but I'm going to say this. If I if I was to find out that your side of the story is 100% true, there is a big difference in uh, what TikTok is and what I do. The people that are connected in our world are not TikTokers. Okay. Uh, we don't fuck with people that's got cancer. It is already mm-hmm. hell every day. And you don't deserve that. Um, how how long before how long before the incident in Texas happened did all of like I guess the infide- the alleged infidelity and everything and, the, and everything that's allegedly happened in Texas? I mean, not Texas, but Vegas. How long before was like that time period? Um, I guess within a month. Within a month. Uh huh. Now, as a woman, 
We all know what happens when you ladies get pissed off about something. We all know how mean as hell y'all can be. I imagine the story from the other side would be that she found out I was cheating, I was messing around. So they set up this whole thing in Vegas. If someone wants to have that mindset, how would you prove or how would you convince them or try to convince them that you're telling the truth? Um, the Vegas thing had nothing to do with the with the cheating incident. Had nothing to do with it at all. Well, what, what, I, well, what I mean is some people would think that you were setting him up because you were hurt over being cheated on. No, um, not at all. He ended up that that's the first time he ended up beating me was before uh, was in Dallas after Mama Cass did a did her um, TikTok of a green screen and there was a text between her and I and I had just said I don't care uh, it had something to do with her um, doing telling him about the girls. And it had something to do with me saying, me saying, you know, I don't care. Good. He's leaving. He's packing his stuff. He's leaving. I'm glad because two pairs of shoes aren't going to cover my, my chemo. That's what got me, got well, me beat. When, when you say two pair of shoes are not going to cover my chemo, well, well, I don't understand that. Um, Mama Cass, do you have the, uh, so it, during this time, I guess he had, he had she was done saying that he, what, what he contributed to the relationship was two pairs of shoes and he was making it seem as though he was supporting her. He was living in her house. He was driving her vehicle. He was, he made a GoFundMe for her cancer that she never saw a dime of. That's what she meant by that. And I'm sorry to jump in. I just, I know she, it's uh, no, she, shut up if I'm over it, but. No, no, I, I want you to. I, I think Jasmine does too. Uh, yeah. it, it's obvious she's overwhelmed and we don't want to put any more on her. So at any point in time, if you, you want to step in, you, you say something. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and that's kind of where the whole thing started just, and I called him out on that. And that was where the huge, like, let's shut Mama Cass down. Let's silence her. He sent his um, followers to my lives, to my page to call me a liar. But then I, I posted proof in my live, you know, and, and, and showed the green screen of the text of her saying that, you know, she never saw a dime of it, but then he turned around and got mad and told her that she needed to make it right. And, um, they did a podcast too. I, I think Mama Cass didn't know until after the fact, but during that time is when I, when he first put his hands on me, that was the first time that he literally beat me and beat me with the baseball bat and just, uh, continuously punched me until I couldn't take anymore and and um choked me out in my own house and had me locked in my room and then from then on I wasn't allowed to leave I wasn't allowed to move around him I wasn't allowed to go out of the room without him out of the house without him because he was afraid I would tell and ruin his TikTok career and I had to fix it or he was gonna, he was gonna kill me and my kids. Is how he kept saying. And then he was like, "It's you or your kids. It's you or your kids." And I'm like, "Of course, then it's gonna be me." So I took, I took the beating. I took the, I took whatever he had to throw at me at the time. 
And then I was like, I can fix it. Okay, okay, I'll get us a podcast. Dude, we'll do a podcast, okay? Because I'm the one that had the connects in Dallas. He didn't know anybody in Dallas. Nobody even knew who he was. Nobody knew who he was. So it, every time we would go out, it was a fight because nobody knew who he was. And so I would have to make sure they knew if we were coming, how how to uh, approach him or introduce him or speak to him. And um, I got us a podcast uh, to do. And pretty much he just went on there to tell everybody that we were together and he that I loved him and he loved me and that there was nothing going on that was bad. Um, that he he's not a cheater and that he wouldn't hurt nobody it was all it was all for show because I had to make it right what I had made wrong with mama Cass and I thought that it would make things easier so you pretty you pretty much got pushed into doing that is what what you're saying like he gave you no option but to air out the dirty laundry together with you sitting there with him yeah, say that I, I didn't mean it like that and that he was taking care of me and I honestly hadn't seen a penny out of him or asked him for anything. Um, and he was he was living in my house and driving my car and um, we literally were, yeah, everything was on me. Now, the, the first thing that people are going to ask when you say things like that, like I'm sure you're intelligent enough um, that you're probably scared to call the police. So I'm guessing there's not a police report. But did you take any pictures or anything of that time of yourself? Um, I actually have some witnesses that um were able to come forward after the fact because they were scared of me being hurt more. During the podcast, you could see that I had a huge knot on my face, but my hair was parted differently. And he it's so they kept cutting, cutting me out of the video because it was live. And, um, what podcast did you do? We did Dallas, uh, media hub, Dallas media hub. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I kept on, you know, staying out of the camera as much as I could. They had like a fake drop behind us and tried to cover up some stuff. Um, but we had to pretend like everything was fine and that Mama Cass was just mad and she's just and and by then he had already started making up names for her and everything and I'd He had started making up names for her. What what do you mean? He he started calling her uh Mrs. Potato Head and, and I don't know how it where where that even came about. All I know is by then I was already, you know, shut down, like trying not to interact with him too much but he had he had everything and so my phone my keys my my wallet it was it was literally I was literally stuck after that at that point um because he was afraid I would go and tell or go and ask for help so that's when I got trapped in with him from then on is when I was stuck and um so yeah when you say the Vegas, how did the Vegas connect to that? Um, I didn't have a choice. He booked everything in my name. Everything was booked in my name. The car, everything. Well, I think it's important too to also touch on because in his interview, he said that she 
put that black eye on herself that this was a separate incident. This wasn't in Texas. This was in Vegas. And that's the incident that he was talking about because she came on and had a black eye and her face was all messed up. Her lip was split. Her neck was cut right here. Um, that incident in Vegas. And it's important because he said that she did that to herself. Now, if everybody remembers and that hears this, he said that she was elbowed in the face when he was being thrown in the pool. That is what he said originally. And what he told you, Josh, is that what she did it to herself. Yeah. I believe that's what he said. So yeah. Everybody, according to everybody, when we went to Vegas after it happened, um, it was the last day that we were there when I got the black eye, but I had been getting bruises every day coming out of the room because he kept us downstairs and he was all, everybody else was upstairs. There were six other people in the house that witnessed this event. That's where he's having a hard time. That's why Vegas has come up so many times because there were so many people that witnessed the, the different bruises and abuse and didn't know what to do to save me because I was scared. Now, there has to be some type of evidence of this. Like y'all had to take photos or something, right? Like uh -huh. there, there has to be. There is. There's a lot of photos. Okay. And, and and then y'all actually press charges in Vegas, correct? I actually no, I I wasn't even able to press charges in Vegas when I was there because he took me the the day after he punched me in my face the last day, the last night. He forgot that there was still a couple people that had to catch a plane. So he got up and he flipped out. He was scared because he knew there was other people still in the house that had to get in the car with us. So he thought it was just me and him going to get in the car and head back to Texas. By that time, there was still one person that needed to ride with us. And she had some sunglasses and he told her, hey, you know, Indigo's eye is, is bothered from the... Uh, from her context because she borrowed glasses and so he gives me a pair of glasses to wear this is a separate incident this is not the first incident this is the second i was scared to go to vegas when i tell you i was scared i did not want to go i did not want to go at all i oof. i didn't think i was gonna make it back from vegas with him i didn't so, because uh, like like I said, I, I'm just trying to get as much out there of this because uh, I'm a little confused right now. I thought yeah. I thought that in Vegas there were charges that were pressed on him. No, we didn't. That was in that was in Texas that there was charges yeah. pressed on him. Yeah. So when we got home from Vegas, I was seven days into a three day trip because he made us stay in two other hotels till my black eye could go down. <laughs> And he held me up in two hotels and I was supposed to be back for my kids. And we literally got back seven days later, the whole next week. And it was Wednesday. We got home that night and everything. Of course, he was sorry. I can't believe I, I can't believe I did this to your face. I can't believe I did this to your face. You got to tell them that, you know, you got elbowed in the face of the pool. He even told his cousin, oh, she got elbowed in the face of the pool because she called. Everybody was calling are y'all good? Did y'all make it? Everybody that was in Vegas kept calling and they didn't want to get me in trouble. So they would call his phone and kind of play it off as if just to make sure that we made it home. So by the time we made it home, 
he was sorry. He was like, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did this to your face. I can't believe I did this to your face. Well, then everything was done. And then by Thursday, that everything I did to your face, I'm sorry, flipped into, I'm tired of looking at your effing face like that. Can you straighten it? And he was choking me out on the side of the bed. And I'm like, I'm not, I can't, I can't do this anymore. So <laughs> here's the problem that a lot of people I think are going to have <laughs> is we all know that it's very difficult to get away from your abuser and depressed charges and stuff like this anyway. So there had already been, I'm just trying to get to a timeline. Y'all, if I'm wrong here, just let's simplify the timeline for me. There was abuse in Texas beforehand. You went to Vegas. There was abuse there. Then on the way back to Texas again, there was abuse. No, it, all happened, it all happened in Vegas, and um, everybody saw me coming out with different bruises on me, and the knife slid on my throat. Um, all of that happened in Vegas. However, I didn't have my phone. I didn't have anything. So they were calling my phone, and he was answering my phone. They were like, okay, y'all good? We just called to make sure y'all are okay. He's just trying to – Jasmine, yeah. he's trying to get the timeline so of what we'll, happened we'll, we'll first time when we yeah. got home is when I got away is when I when I, when I escaped my house with my children is when I made the police report. Okay, so, but what I was trying to get to is, because uh, how you just said that the abuse was just in Vegas, I thought you said a while ago that there was abuse in Texas, like with the baseball bat and all that, that stuff. Was, yes, that, that was the first time. That's what and I meant. Then, that, that that's oh. what I meant. There was abuse okay. already in Texas, and there yes. was more abuse, alleged abuse. All of this is alleged, by the way, if you're a listener. There was abuse in Texas, then Vegas, then back to Texas, and that's when you filed the police report when you got back to Texas after you had left with your children. Is that yes. correct? Correct. Okay, that, that's what I was trying to, to get the to. The timeline, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that, it's, just, that's fine. it's a lot. It's a lot within a short period of time that happened, and it and, was a lot of um, – a lot, a lot of people that ended up being tied into it, and they're they're being brought in for the case. Yeah, I got you. Uh, so, with that being said, was there ever a point in time before you filed charges that you tried to get away, or you just didn't know how to get away, or did you already reach out? I'm guessing had you already told uh, Mama Cass about it before the last incident or was just everybody oblivious to it? Um, I think there were a few people that knew stuff was going on. They just didn't know how to approach it because he was keeping me off of, off of my phone and off of any kind of social media platforms at that time. Or you, you would say, I you didn't know until... go ahead, Cass. Go ahead. No, it's oh, fine. I didn't know until after the biggest incident when she called me, hysterical and upset and I got on FaceTime and saw her bruises all over that was the first time that she had actually told me that he was abusive however I knew that he was definitely emotionally abusive before that because anytime I tried to reach out to her after our first falling out um um Michael and I a hood and I he answered the phone he texted back he he was not allowing her to talk to me okay so that was kind of a red I just uh, and 
but like I said, y'all have posted proof of this on social media and everything. If somebody yes. wanted to go look at what you've posted and to decide for themselves whether it's true or not, how would they go about doing that? It's on the Collin County website in Texas, his active warrant for strangulation. That's when he strangled her. Um, and then, I mean, that's the one that's open right now. I mean, the one in the one in uh, yeah. the Vegas, she has yeah. to go back. Yeah, and the file. Other, yeah, the other case is still um, it's under investigation. They're waiting on a signature of the judge and then the warrant will be issued. Um, but they had to collect the baseball bats, the knives, everything that, that went down. They had to collect all the evidence. And so with it being a legal and open case, I can't even have access to um, the police reports or anything at the moment. So and okay. it's pretty. Okay, because I just I got a little more confused here. So you just said that they're trying to pursue a warrant in Vegas, but you didn't file while you were there in Vegas. So how did that go about? I have to go back to Vegas and that's a separate, a separate. So the ones that are filed at this point are in Texas. They are for the Texas incidences only um, where, where the most damage occurred of him breaking my tooth and, and, you know, beat me with the baseball bat and then suffocating me and strangling, strangling um, choking me the last time that, that I, before I got away are the charges here in Dallas okay. and her calling County and they're, they're still ongoing. So I've been dealing with that. And as soon as I got away and was able to get to the cops, he ran and, and I've been in a, I've been in protection. I've been in, you know, a safe haven kind of house. I've literally been just living day to day because it sucks because he's out there just living normal and I have to live watching over my shoulder for him to come back and hurt me and my kids. That's what he told me he would do. He would kill me and my kids and burn my house down. And that's the thing that is the most frustrating, I think, with all of it is because there has been all of this proof. We posted the text messages of him saying, don't make me come back there. You better keep this hush. You know, we posted all of these things. Everything is right in front of everybody's face. And it's, I mean, it's almost, I, I said it before, I'll say it again. You know, it's almost like a cult. He, he, he manipulates his followers to believe that he is this, this God. And, you know, even when he was, telling people to come report my page he said to his followers on live somebody sent me a recording if you guys don't do this and my account's gone it's because you didn't go report her that's just that's crazy <laughs> that's insane to me that he has that much control over people the only thing that he cares about he doesn't care about a human being life he doesn't care about a, a person or people at all because the only thing he cares about is TikTok. He looks at TikTok as his only source of income, his only source of, of support, his only source of everything because I never dealt with TikTok. So everybody that comes at me and they're like, oh, she's just looking for clout. I, I have my own clout built for my own stuff, my own jobs prior to ever meeting that man. And it had nothing to do with TikTok or any of that. What, what would those jobs be? Just curious. 
Um, I work at the radio. I worked at the radio stations and podcasts on a daily basis. I go to events. I get paid to go show up at the events to show my face and um, like and promote the event and have it fill up. Half the events were mine. I've worked with big artists, like I mean, major artists, not 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 any TikTok star or anything like that. I've worked with celebrity clientele that I've literally brought into Dallas. Like it's not, I mean, I even took him to meet one of them and he told everybody that he knew him. And it was, it was because he, he met him through me. Like, you know, so if anything, you know, he was, he was riding by riding with me through stuff, you know, through my events and I, I don't need the clout for anything. All I was trying to do was let these women know because I knew, you know, he was talking to other women and, and he was doing the same thing that he did to me. I didn't want him to do it to any other woman. And with me talking and me speaking out, two women came forward to me and said, thank you. We were going to buy him a plane ticket. Two different women said they were going to buy him a plane ticket. And they said, thank you, Indigo. You saved us from going through the pain that you're you're going through and have been going through and your babies and saved our babies and that's the whole reason the only reason I keep going is because life is too short and my kids mean the most to me and for him to put me at this feeling and hurt me like this and to put my kids make me have to be in this situation to have to feel like I have to protect me and mine so hard it's just so irritating to feel like you know I had everything under control without him around my life for him to come in and just take it all out in three months I I just can't let anybody else go through that I don't wish that upon my worst enemy I I don't well I've got three daughters I don't want that to happen to my babies well, that's one reason why I do too. I have a I have a daughter that is my best friend in the world. It's nine. All my business and everything is named after her. Uh, but let me tell you, um, like I said, I, we do the domestic violence shows because we don't want stuff like this to happen to other women. Now, I have to play devil's advocate a little bit here, but I want you I want you to I want you to talk to me as if it's the the 30,000 people that's going to listen to this in the next couple of days. Uh, there's an old saying that hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Now, there are going to be people out there because of his following and because he got ahead of the narrative um, and everything that they're going to say, oh, this woman, I just didn't want to be with her anymore. She's pissed off. I broke away from Cass because um, I wanted to do my own thing and all this type of stuff. Um, a lot of people are going to say that because he, he, a lot of people like him on TikTok. If you were trying to convince someone that likes him and that does follow him, that is a huge fan of him, that you're telling the absolute truth and you didn't have, but a couple statements to say to them, to say, this just isn't a woman pissed off. This is someone telling the truth. How, what would you say to him? So I don't wish upon no, no, none of them, none of them, even if they believe him, I don't care. I don't wish this upon any, anybody. I don't wish this upon them. I have nothing to gain from this man. He's done nothing but hurt me. 
for the last three months is continuing by having people still follow and support and, and giving the money is killing me because that's what he's running on is that money that people are supporting him with. I don't want to see him keep running. If he didn't do anything, then he should go turn himself in and see what he's got to face. If he didn't do anything, tell him to walk into Collin County. The, go, go turn yourself in if you didn't do anything. Walk in there if you're so innocent. I have nothing to gain from him. I don't care about his following. I care that this doesn't happen to the next woman that he takes advantage of and the people that he's already taken advantage of. I have nothing to gain from him, honestly. And I'm not scared. I'm happier than I've ever been now that he's away from me and I'm happy he's gone. I'm just can't wait till justice is served and I know that when it, when it is and all these people that have believed him are going to feel really dumb especially you know these officers that are backing him not knowing what they're back because once they go into it and they see that there's a whole court case coming it's not it's not that that's the that's the next question I'm going to ask you with that you said a while ago there for everybody who doesn't know this there's two different Someone can be under investigation or there's an active warrant because of the information on the uh, investigation. Is he just being investigated or have they already found enough, um, enough proof, enough evidence that he actually has a warrant? There's a huge difference in that. He actually has a warrant already in Collin County. The second one, they've collected all the evidence. That's why it's taken so much longer because they had to collect and talk to the people like, there's several witnesses, and I'm not, I can't say, but the witnesses had to come forward and talk to the, the, the detective. And now, um, as of last week, we're waiting on the judge to sign, and there'll be another warrant being issued before long. But there is an open and active warrant for his arrest right now as we speak in Collin County for suffocating and strangulation. And he, he did, that was the last offense that he did to me when I finally was able to escape my kids and all you have to do and I'm guessing for the one that you said you would have to actually physically go back to Vegas for yes that's just an investigation at this point though yeah it's already it's already it's already been turned in here so Collin County will work with Vegas uh, and give them the information that's been told because I've already included it because it was on the same time frame. It was such a short period of time. It was a lot of information for them to take in. So and that's that would be telling people that under investigation, but he's not bringing to attention or talking about the warrant that he has from strangling her. So, which, which is out there for everybody. If you just go. Which was the last, it wasn't, it wasn't the first, it was the last occurrence that happened between us. And that's when I had his hand marks around my neck and bruised around my neck. When I went to those cops, my neck was red and already bruising when they took those pictures. So there's pictures of everything taken by the cops. Not only my pictures that I was able to snap and hide, there's pictures from the cops that they have of his hands around my throat. There's pictures of everything. So it's not like this is a story that's just made up for fun for people who don't understand domestic violence sucks. I've been through it. I've gone through it before. 
and now you know to be going through this again this is it sucks People, you know and the fact, go ahead cassie the fact that he sits and mocks her and then he made a stupid video of people having a fake filter saying women were going around using that so she came back and made a video because some people are asking well why does your black eye keep switching i don't know if people are just dumb and don't know how cameras work whether you're using a front face or rear face to take a picture but it does switch it so she literally did that in the video and her eye switched and then she put you know her hand over her eye and did this to show that it was the fact that she has to do that because this man is sitting there mocking her saying that she's lying making videos acting all sad saying that there are real domestic violence women it's fucking disgusting well i'll go ahead and tell you like i said i'm a skeptic i'm a skeptic of your side and his side mm -hmm. you know that they, they always say there's three sides to every story yours his and the truth so it is not my job to take sides here is for the listener. The word is putting the information out there. Um, but if it does come back that whatever you're saying is true, then if he, I, I hope it don't come back that it's true. I'm, I, I, but I also, if it was true, I want you to get justice. I want you to get justice, justice, justice. And, uh, the only reason I say I hope that it doesn't come back it's true is I don't want anybody profiting off social media that is a piece of shit. That is that's all he's doing. That's all he's doing right now is taking money from innocent people that believe him to sit there and run, run. He's literally running. If you pay attention right now, ever since that, that, has, that incident happened, he has been running running from state to state to state and thinks that this is some kind of joke to post everywhere he's at and well, he doesn't get that they're watching everything well the, the one of the problems that i do have with it and i was going to ask y'all about this as far as the validation of some of this stuff because it, it was brought up to me after the show the other day uh not by him but by somebody else one of our one of our folks here um he was pulled over and his license and everything ran a day or two before we did this video, before we did our podcast. Did if, you see him have his license out and get ran? No, but if he's pulled over, he's getting ran, right? He wasn't driving. He wasn't driving. I already called that police station and they said that he was not driving. And because he doesn't even have a valid license. Yeah. His every, license is suspended. Yep. Every state law differs and they do not have to. In Michigan, they do ask for the passenger. In but Texas, they don't. Which is where he was at. They do not have to ask for the passenger information, which he was not driving. because He does not have a license. It, if that, that would make sense, because in Georgia, I believe that is also where I'm from. It's also where it's up to them. Um, yeah. If they feel like they need to run the license, they'll run the license. But that was brought up to me. Now, he got pulled over in Texas. Is that what you said? No. Um, we, we got, well, the one that, that you're talking about? Yeah, the video that was made like the day before my podcast. Yeah, that was him. in Louisiana. Okay, that was in Louisiana. Okay. West Baton Rouge. I already called the station. I I was on it. The, the, <laughs> the, reason, the reason why I asked is you'd have to be a special kind of stupid that if you were trying to avoid a warrant and you came back into the state and then you posted a TikTok of you being with a police officer in that state because I hate to tell you uh, – that's how arrogant he is. Yeah, that's all that's, I can tell you yeah. is that's how he does not respect the law, nor does he respect anybody for that matter, because 
to do that to an officer and act like you're innocent, not done nothing. And, and to have the balls to even go back to Louisiana, knowing he's wanted in Louisiana. That shows he's wanted in Louisiana. Oh, he has several warrants for domestic violence. It's not just this one. She is not the only person. That's another reason why we were like, come on. If you do your own research, you will see his arrest records. Yes. You might have to pay money for certain sites, but it will tell you his arrest record, his charges, he did prison for four years, and that was another thing I wanted well, to touch. Well, that well, but the whole thing with him being before, I, I, I'm just going to say this to y'all: we're only going to talk about the things yeah, that are relevant before. to y'all. Yeah, yeah. we're not we're not talking about it before because one thing, like with me, I've been to a rehab detention center. I'm 33 years old. I had to go for 90 days when I was 18. Uh, mm-hmm. I also have a DUI and a couple other things. Uh, theft and, by and he's the first to say what he has. Yeah, he so, does, and he'll yeah. tell y'all. But the thing is. is He's not telling you those active ones. That's you what? actually have to go look yourself and go look at it. Look, look it up. It's free. Yeah, it's yeah. free public access to, to his warrants. You yep. can see all of his stuff that is not the past that is right now that he's wanted. It says, if you know this man, please turn him in. It even says that. Like, that's what kills me is people don't, they don't, they don't get it. Like, I have nothing to gain out of this besides getting somebody off the streets that is, has hurt me. And I'm afraid for somebody else being hurt. That is the only reason for me coming forward. The, the only reason why I say is we don't talk about the past with that stuff is unless it's actually regarding y'all, I don't want to touch on it, but we also believe in growth here that a lot of people have made mistakes in the past yeah. and can Look. grow from it. Um, and yep. we hope we hope everybody does that. But yeah, uh, I mean, I'm not perfect either. I have, yeah. you know, I'm 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 an ex addict. You know, I'm a recovering alcoholic. You know, I've been clean off of methamphetamine for eight years, and I've been sober for eight months off of alcohol. So, congratulations! Like, thank you. Everybody has a past, and that's it. And that's a thing too. I don't want people, you know, as far as you know, if he says like it's jealousy on my end, or no, I'm an advocate for domestic violence. And if somebody comes to me, especially a friend, and asks for my help. Yes, I'm going to use my voice and I'm going to help because I'm not, I'm not scared. And my ex, my, the father of my child, my, my son, my firstborn, I have two babies. He went to prison for almost killing me. And it took me a long time to be able to where, where I am today, to be able to speak out on it and, and not be afraid and help other women in that situation, not be afraid either. And no, I do not believe a hood, Michael, what deserves his platform. He's a predator. Well, see, that, that's the point with all of this. And like I said, we don't take sides. Uh, but one thing we will do here, that if someone is out there and they're not being honest about who they are, uh, I'll give you a little backstory. Um, I am, uh, I, I'm helping someone run for governor in the state of Georgia. I am going to speak at conventions and rallies and things like that to gain support for this person. We were just part of a rally two weeks ago that I was one of the head speakers of and got to be uh, with Lynn Woods. Lynn Wood was the main speaker there. I don't know if y'all know who that is, but it's uh, Donald Trump's one of his biggest attorneys and Mm -hmm. um, one of his real good friends. Well, we were discussing things with him backstage. And one thing that I will forever remember is the woman who's running for governor here before she did my show. Uh, I told her, I said, if I think you're full of shit, I'll be the first person that I will call you out about being full of shit. I will not back people that do not have 
good intentions in their heart. If you're just trying to profit off of people or whatever, I will be the first one to be like, no, we're not doing that. Like, this is what you are. Absolutely. If he is that, and I have not made up my mind on it. Uh, Cause like I said, it's not my place to, uh, of course, I won't if uh, he has done these horrible things. I want justice to be served. But if he hasn't done these horrible things and y'all are just accusing him, then I hope you get what you deserve too. I mean, just just honest truth because that would be absolutely. trying to ruin that would yeah. be trying to ruin somebody's career. Yeah, but, absolutely. And karma is a very real thing. Karma is a bitch, and anybody yeah. that's ever got a steady dose of karma, they they know it. So, yes. um, but I don't want anybody especially with TikTok, no one should be influencing our children. That is a piece of shit. Whether Thank it, you. Yeah, right there. I got Thank four. You. There is no reason. So yeah. if it comes back, if it comes back and he thinks he's TikTok cool and he can get people deleted and everything off of there, uh, I hate to tell him, but it probably would be good for your career, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference in being TikTok cool and then like, and I'll be the first one to tell you, I enjoy, I enjoy some of the stuff that he's done on TikTok. That's why I asked him to come on my show, but I'm also. I used to too, Josh. I used to too. Until I, <laughs> until I figured out the kind of person he was. And, and I, I mean, I think it's important for people to know too, like it wasn't just this thing with Jasmine. I mean, yeah. if you listen to the beginning, I said that I started seeing things that I didn't appreciate and like, and I called him on it because that's the kind of friend that I am. If you're, but, if you're but, being- but how long did you stay around him as his friend after you started catching him on this stuff? That's going to be the mm-hmm. argument that everybody makes. Not very, us. not very long at all. And Jasmine can attest to that. It was yeah. literally that one conversation. He didn't like it. He it. As soon that- as he gets mad, as soon as somebody says something he don't like. He will attack. He goes into defense mode and how he can hurt them on their platform or on their whatever. He literally goes into defense mode. As soon as you hit a nerve of something he doesn't like you saying, he goes and it tries to attack like with all and all of his, he uses this platform to literally bully and attack other people for mm-hmm. his benefit, for his gain, not for theirs. But they don't know that they're really they're, they're really helping him. They're really proving they're, a proven yeah, boy. Yeah. They're feeding a monster. Okay. Well, this right here is how I want to end it. Um, I want to ask both of you that with the things that are active, not his past, his things mm-hmm. that are active, if there is actual full-blown proof, truth, whatever, if someone that is listening to this show right now, because remember, all we're doing is putting the information out there. It is up to mm-hmm. – there actually to be physical evidence and proof. If people wanted to go see that proof, where could they go to? Collin County uh, website, active warrants. Or they could call Collin County, um, Texas police station and go to the option warrants. And then somebody will answer and they can ask for um, Michael Jerome Thomas. And it will say that, yes, he has an active warrant for um, domestic assault. I would have to look up the laws of this because I don't know, but I know that there's some warrants to get issued that the police don't follow through on because there's not a lot of validation to it. If someone was to ask you guys, Hey, if with him being on social media 
and them having an active warrant, someone would have picked him up by now. What would be the reasoning to – what would you say to them as, hey, why he hasn't been picked up yet? Because he hasn't walked his half at police station. He's running from state to state. Yeah. How can you catch somebody who's running state to state and they're not going to pull over every single person or every single car and send out all the manpower that they have after one man that is running from state to state and they are watching it happen. Yep. And we've asked him, you know, straight up, if you're so innocent, you want to prove all these things over black eyes with filter. If you want to prove all these things, go into the police station, go live and claim your innocence. Uh, last thing I'm going to say, and y'all don't try to throw nothing at me, please, when I ask <laughs> you this. If this was to come out to where charges did not go through, that he was not – that in your mind, Justin, justice wasn't served, would you openly apologize to him for making these accusations? No. No, not at all. I know what he did to me, and I know the torture he put me through. I know what he's capable of, and I don't want him to do it to anybody else. No, I'm not sorry at all for putting it out there. It is what it is, and he did it, period. And and, and just, I mean, for the fact that he's shown abusive behavior just by the way he reacted from, from people just questioning him on it. And, and a normal person doesn't say, doesn't put somebody's phone number out to be harassed. And, and, you know, I told you, I kind of touched on with my daughter was he put my phone number out for millions of people to see. And that resulted in somebody texting and saying that they were going to rape my two-year-old daughter while they watched. Well, I, has- I, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this about that real fast. Understand that he cannot control the actions of others too. So we, you can't really hold – that's a fucked up thing to say to somebody. Now, now, like, if you did that and I know who you was, I promise you, you're meeting Smith and Wesson. Like, right. I pro- I'm blowing your fucking kneecaps out. Yeah. But even by him putting your thing out there, which was probably wrong, he did not know that a person was going to say that about your daughter. You're right. He didn't know that they were going to say that, but he damn sure knew that people were going to call and attack me. That I can't disagree with you on there. Yeah. But anyway, I want to thank both of you. Miss um, Jasmine, besides for the rest of this, however it goes, I just want you to know uh, you're in our thoughts and our prayers um, going through your chemo treatments. Um, this is called Raising Grace. This is a Raising Grace family here. So y'all have done the show. Y'all are family now. Um, if you ever need anything as far as with your chemo goes or whatever, uh hey we're family here we take care even even if any of this was to come back that y'all lied to me i still love (laughs) y'all for coming and do the show uh i I would say the same thing to him um it's not my place to judge y'all that's for the good lord i'm just here to put the information out um so yeah but i just i know your situation and i pray for you Uh, thank you not all not everybody you meet on social media is gonna be a piece of shit don't 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 give up on all of us. You know, some of us are good. And uh, if you need anything, feel free to reach out. And, you know, like I said, your family and same thing to you, Cass. I appreciate you setting all this up. And um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to tell her story. I'm glad I'm glad it got out there, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, all right, folks. Well, thank you all for listening to Politics, Religion and Whiskey. I will catch you all next time.